everyone so as you know uh loki comes out the first episode of loki comes out next week on wednesday june 9th so we thought this was a great time to chat a little bit about what we think might happen what the show might be about because honestly it's a lot so we're gonna try to tackle some of our thoughts on what to expect for loki katie do you want to start well i just want to start by saying i think loki's difficult to think about in any way of what might happen only because you know we're we're crossing multiverses we're crossing timelines we're not really in our mcu timeline to begin with so i definitely think it's a hard show to look at the trailer and be able to say i kind of know where this is gonna go because i have no clue where this show is about to go so i definitely think that that needs to be said before we get into anything that we discuss because quite honestly I have no clue what's going to happen. I don't think many of you do. I don't think Taylor has much that she's going to think is going to happen. So we're really going off of some crazy things we've seen in the trailer. I think it really reminds me a lot about around the hype of um, WandaVision because that one was also very like, I agree. what the heck? Like, I think with Falcon and Winter Soldier, you and I, Katie, have talked about this a lot. Like, it was very grounded in the MCU as we knew it. So there were a lot of stepping stones and foundations that we could build off of. But I think with shows like Loki and WandaVision, especially focusing on characters that have been really minor or side characters or, you know, sidekicks, if you will, to like major characters, like it'll be interesting to see how they have them carry their own show and the storylines that they bring forward. Well, and even just say Loki in our timeline is technically dead you know that's that's a whole different kind of can of worms if you will to open because we have no clue what they're going to be doing because as as far as we know loki's gone so that is what infinity war five minutes in i hope you watched it because i just spoiled it for you but (laughs) you had like three years guys you had plenty of time (laughs) to avoid spoilers so I, i i hope i didn't just do anything for anyone but no, I agree when you say it, it being similar to WandaVision because you see the trailer and you're like, okay, she was going through different time periods, but why is Vision back? How did this happen? So I think the same is going for Loki, especially with the whole time travel thing. We definitely see him in a lot of different time eras and I, I we see him at one point in the future or at least in a different universe version of the future. So I definitely think... You know, there's so much going on that's really hard to say what one track of the show is going to be. Yeah. I can say one thing that I really hope... So I'm a stickler for continuity. It's like, if if a show does not have continuity, it really just, like, sits wrong with me. And it for me, it's the whole MCU. Like, continuity errors really, really bother me. <laughs> so I think the biggest continuity er- error coming out of the Infinity War kind of era of the MCU and like that kind of chapter that we've closed is the whole thing with Steve like let's put it all out there guys Uh, like don't get me started on my issues (laughs) with with Steve's ending Um, (laughs) I know this is a very divisive topic so we're not gonna get into our opinions about that because that's a whole nother episode but I think regardless of where you stand the whole on- time travel thing in Endgame was was interesting in itself. It was a little confusing. 
and then created with, some plot holes. Let's did. put it out there. It created did. plot and holes. And then with what happened with Steve going back in time also didn't quite make sense in the time kind of part of it, considering he was putting the stones back, yet he essentially made his own timeline. It's a whole thing, and I think it's hard to... I think that in itself, because we've got directors saying one thing, writers saying another thing, so no one really knows what the whole, like, point... Like, what's where it's going and what happened. So I think that's hard, and now we're going to be addressing some of the issue of time travel. Yeah. And I think that's my biggest hope is that we get some kind of closure or explanation related to Steve and what the heck Steve did and what are the actual ramifications. Because as of now, it's kind of like Steve went back in time and didn't do anything. And like, here's old Steve passing along the shield. But like, based on what the ancient one told Hulk, like, is that really what happened? Is he living in an alternate timeline? Like, Give me some context here. Are we going to see Chris Evans as Steve Rogers and fixing what he may or may not have broken by staying, you know, back in time? Well, but I think that brings up where the whole Loki show comes in because Loki in himself, by taking the Tesseract, did almost the same thing. Now, he created his own new timeline, which is similar to what Steve did. And I think it's interesting because we have the TVA that we're seeing in the Loki trailer. They address Loki going through time, creating his own timeline, even though he kind of did it on accident, to be honest. He didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't actually his fault that someone else was tampering with time. I think it's interesting, though, that they intersect him, but not Steve. Even though I do understand Steve was going back through time, but why did they not intersect them to begin with when they were already taking the stones out of where they belonged? So I think it's a little weird that, I mean, that's where I they guess came the in. argument could be made is, like, what is the lesser of two evils, right? Like, Thanos wiped out half the universe, so I can see the TVA being like, well, you know, if they're going to go back in time to find these stones, they're not undoing what Thanos did, but they are going to take pieces of time, pieces out of time, to be used in the present to undo uh, what is clearly, like, the most cataclysmic thing that has happened in the universe right. ever. And the idea that they would then put them back would mean that they should not have the kind of time variance that Loki creates by going kind of rogue. But still, then that brings up Steve stayed in the past. Oh, no, so I, that, I that agree. I agree. Is, that is, is kind of a plot hole, and I hope right. it's addressed. Because exactly. I think not addressing that is just... I mean, you, you can't, fans are going to wonder. So you have to, you know, fans, I think, are so good about looking at things from every angle, right? So I get that as a writer, you can't look at things from every angle. But that Steve discussion has been a strong point of discussion. It has still going on two years later. Right. You need to address For it. For a lot of different reasons, obviously, uh, as far as, you know, the character development on one end and the actual time issue on the other. But... Like I, I said before, you know, we have different answers from different people, and it's difficult because now if we're seeing the Loki show come in, it's it, it's supposed to hopefully fill in those plot holes, but the problem is, is will it? Because unfortunately, I feel like they've been avoiding giving us the correct answer to whatever, you know, happened with Steve, so I think it's it's hard to sit here and confidently say the Loki show is going to do that. I think in and itself is going to explore a lot of Loki's background instead, which I obviously Loki's one of my favorite characters, uh, one of my top four for sure. And I'm interested to see that. I just think that I would like, as you had said, 
it to finish what Endgame had started with time travel. Because this is where time travel came from. You know, we saw it in Endgame. And I think this is a point, and I am, like, the biggest fan of Kevin Feige as a visionary. Like, truly, like, I don't believe that this universe would be nearly as successful if we had someone else. I mean, the man was looking 20 years in the future in 2008. Like, he had this, I don't want to say he had it all planned, but he had a clear vision and he was able to, through multiple directors and screenwriters and actors over the years, you know, bring that to life. And so I think this is a place where I would like to see Kevin really step up and say, okay, so my writers of this movie say one thing and my directors say the other, but at the end of the day, I'm Mr. Creative Guy and this is my decision and this is, you know, This is the finality. This is the real answer to the MCU. We're putting, you know, we're explaining it to the fans and we're making that final point. Because I think at the end of the day, who is the most unifying figure? Obviously, it's Stan, but in current day and in the direction of the MCU, it's Kevin. And so Kevin has to be that end-all, be-all decision about what actually is happening and and what the answer is to the time travel conundrum. And that's only the biggest issue right now is because we're going to see it again. Yeah. And Loki is going to honestly revolve around it, obviously. We've seen this. We see him in the past, in the future, in with the TVA, you know. We're going to be seeing him all over the place. And essentially, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to be seeing a lot of different versions of Loki, not just the one that we're seeing from the 2012 timeline moving about, but I think we're going to be seeing a lot of him interacting with himself or at least seeing himself in different timelines. I mean, to be fair, we see so many different clips in that trailer. We do not honestly know for half of them if they're actually our 2012 Loki. You know, the ones that we can t- confidently say most likely are the ones when he's in the TBA or he's wearing the TBA jacket. But besides that fact, we don't know which ones are going to be actually our Loki or which ones are maybe him addressing a different Loki, you know, trying to fix a different alternate timeline or something's going on. Um, we see some pretty interesting things with a mirror in the one trailer that appears to me to probably be showing him many different versions of his story. So I think he's going to be somehow working to be fixing them in some way, shape or form. I also think one aspect that could be interesting is knowing that we'll be going back in time. Time always negates death, right? So I think you could have any one of a number of Avengers pop up, excuse me, in any number of cameos. Like, he's obviously in, I think, almost every trailer, he gets sucked into a Bifrost. Well, so that means, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Idris Elba's character. Heimdall. Um, thank you. That means Heimdall is still alive then, right? Well, which is kind of an interesting thought because for many reasons. First off, we want to talk about dead characters. Hello, Loki. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> we do at one point see that he's being showed uh, parts, at least, of his future. So I am to assume that he likely might find that he dies or is told he dies if he stays on a certain path. So I do think that might be part of the reason he decides to help the TVA is because he... If he goes back, he dies. Exactly. If he goes back to the 2012 timeline, he would die eventually. So I do think that's one thing. But when you bring up Heimdall, he's mentioned in the trailer, which is what I think is interesting. And Thor. Exactly. Yeah. So obviously Thor is not dead. (laughs) But exactly. In terms of cameos, I mean, you saw Odin. 
So those three are the most likely cameos. I mean, you also saw um, Thor's mother in Infinity War, right? Mm -hmm. But arguably the one person who was most affected by that, I mean, obviously Thor was, and that that destroyed Uh, him. But you see Loki come undone in the dark world because of the loss of his mother and the death of his mother, partially because it's his fault. But, you know, (laughs) you see that unraveling. So I think it could be interesting if he has that kind of time travel ability through the TVA. It will be interesting to see what members of his family he chooses to make amends with or resurrect to the best of his ability because he feels responsible for their death. I mean, think about Odin. Right. You know, does he not feel responsible for Odin's death well, as well? we also have to keep in mind here, though, that <clears throat> he is still 2012 Loki. So seeing his own future, who is 2012 Loki going to be most worried about? At the end of the day, he's still going to be worried about himself the most. Oh, and so, I guess none of them are dead yet to well, him. Exa- and he might not know that these... Now, we don't know he's going to see his entire future. We at least know he sees a snippet because we see the part where he is coming in Thor Ragnarok and saying, you know, your savior is here. Uh, <laughs> one of his very iconic moments. But we see that. So he's clearly being showed pieces. I'm wondering, you keep in mind, that comes quite frankly, like right before he dies, if you really think about yeah. it. Um, so I do believe I that... There are probably a lot of holes in what he's being showed. I don't think he's being shown everything. I mean, what's one of the rules of time travel is that you aren't supposed to know the future as well because that's when you try to alter it so much. So I think him working with the TVA, like I said, will keep him out of dying in his original timeline. But I do think that they're going to try and make sure he doesn't alter other things, which I do think would be like his mother's death, for example. And like I said, he still is going to be very worried about Loki himself because he has not gone through his redemption arc yet as that character. So Very true. This is still crappy Loki, so. But lovable. You know, we still love him. Just kind of a jerk. Just not quite, (laughs) you know, the Loki we know that sacrificed himself to Thanos, which is my own issue, that he died five minutes into Infinity War. (laughs) But did he, though? Because there's the whole blue skin issue. Uh, Some people (laughs) say he did. Some people say he didn't, you know. Uh, Maybe we'll get we'll get some uh, knowledge on that. Well, I do wonder. I do wonder because that that seems a little strange to me. The how he died, how they really just were like, let's just kill him off five minutes. I mean, it could be that you know the Russo brothers. If you think about it, what characters are they going to be partial to? Where they're going to be character partial to the original Avengers and especially Steve Rogers because. Those are movies that, you know, they did very hard on Civil War. They did Winter Soldier. They are basically two thirds of Steve's arc, you know. Um, Do they feel this? Then they did what they did in that game. (laughs) (laughs) Do they feel the same level of loyalty and um, attachment to some of these other characters that they have not been a part of? You know, especially it can be hard with the Thor franchise because other than... It's been a mess. Yeah. Well, other than Taika, it has not been the same director twice. Right. You know? So they're kind of afloat when it comes to people taking, you know, ownership of their stories. It's not a James Gunn situation where you've got the same director. It's not even, you know, the Russo brothers who have done two-thirds of a character story. Right. Or Jon Favreau doing most of Iron Man. Like... Yeah, I do think with Loki too, though, it's it's going to be interesting because of some of the rumors you've heard bouncing around. Now, okay, 
So I'm going to start with the whole Infinity War, him dying five minutes in. Loki in the comics is very, very powerful. One of the most powerful. The entirety of the MCU, like some of the other characters who I will not at the moment name. Wanda. Uh, yeah. Wanda, uh, the Winter Soldier himself. A lot of characters that have quite interesting abilities or are supposed to be very powerful were kind of dumbed down for... Neutered. Yeah. For a little while. I mean, Wanda, obviously, we're finally seeing come into her own. We were kind of promised in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier we'd see more with the Winter Soldier himself. We're... We really, we weren't for a little while at least. I mean, I'm, I think he's getting there, but I think that's part of his whole, you know, redemption kind of thing. But with Loki, he is one of the most powerful characters that is written in the comics, and yet he's been very just, oh, I can make multiple versions of me. And, you know, like, they have not done much with him. So I would like to see it in the show. I think that'd be really interesting that they bring something more to him. However, I also, after seeing the trailer, feel... They're, like, also neutralizing him. But the TVA is neutralizing him in this case because he is going through time and they don't want him to interfere too much. But I think it would be interesting to finally see Loki come into his own, considering he's quite literally in the movies and now, like, in real life as well, has always been in the shadow of Thor. Here's the million-dollar question. Who's the lady in the purple shot with the red hair? I want to say Natasha so bad. Why not? Why not Natasha on Vormir? Now, here's the only reason I kind of think it could be Nat. Not because I think they'd give it to us, but because of they've moved Black Widow into the middle of Loki. (laughs) And now we've been sitting on this for the past, I don't even know how long, being like, you've got to be kidding me. This is so stupid. Why would you move it into the middle of this? And... We were like, why would you do this? And it just kind of hit me, but I was like, what if that is her? And obviously, I, I understand why they moved it originally, but why would they have moved it into the middle of the show if it happened to be the episode she would appear in? Which, by the way, is also just super annoying if you're trying to watch all this, you know. It, I, it is a lot, yeah. <laughs> it is a lot of content and a lot of scheduling. <laughs> I, I agree. But um, I, I think that would be interesting to me if it happened to be the episode before or after that she appears because it's a Wednesday, then the movie comes out that Friday. So I think, you know, maybe Marvel has a bigger plan considering Marvel typically does. And this would have been a kind Thank of you, like Kevin. a. Well, I, we sat there and was like, well, this is just stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, think I don't we're say both that about Marvel very much. frustrated but... about the Wednesday move. I don't know about you guys, but it is my like favorite thing to do at the end of a Friday. Get some good food, some good snackos, and watch this show. Right. You know, and so just, yeah. not having that as that, you know, pregame to the weekend is definitely going to be weird. And I know a lot of people stay up Thursday nights or yeah. watch it Friday early, you know, and I know a lot of people were doing that. So I think that's going to be hard to do it in like the middle of a work week now or yeah. school, well, summer, no, but still, you know, I, I think it's hard. So I'm thinking if it is her that Marvel's just really. Like, you know, let's do this this way. It's going to be a shock enough. And then they got the movie and the movie's supposed to explain some other stuff with her and kind of hopefully wrap up her as a character. Because unfortunately, as we know, she died in our universe. Now, to be fair, Loki was also supposed to die in our universe. So is there a change there? Who knows? I, I, from a more meta logistical standpoint, have been seeing 
you know, take take them with a grain of salt because we know what the rumor mill looks like. But I've been seeing articles that she's talking about a comeback into the MCU. So maybe Loki is like some kind of backdoor to either get another version of Natasha or however, you know, time travel opens a lot of windows. Maybe she's in a multiverse version. You know, we haven't even scratched the surface of what that's going to look like, which bends my brain. Its own mess that's going to come. Um, so. So I think that, you know, you can't just because she's dead. And I know this is a comic book trope. Don't rule her out. You know, no, I, I agree. There's a lot of possibilities. There. I mean, and I brought this up to you, and I know this has nothing to do with this, but there's that really weird storyline where she like swaps faces with, um, oh my gosh, I don't know how to say her name. Yellow, y- y- yellow, y- her sister. Oh, the blonde. I oh, don't yeah, know yeah. how to say her name, um, or at least I can't think of it properly right now to say it properly. But there's that whole storyline that's a little weird that people kind of were like, Yelena, right? Yes, thank yeah. you. I was like, is there a V in there? I don't think so. But, you know, that's a weird thing. So I do think, as you said, one with time travel, but also with her own movie, you know, things could be a little different. Uh, and I would love to see her come back. She's also one of my top four. <laughs> so, you know... It- I've been getting a lot of great content, trust me. Uh, Wanda, Bucky, uh, Loki, she'll, her movie will come out, Nat. So, you know, all four of mine, I've been hitting them all year. But I do hope, I, I would love for her to come back. And I think it'd be interesting. I think it would be, uh, and especially with Loki being kind of that segue into it. You know, at the same time, a lot of people are saying things like Lady Loki, which is its own other thing as well. So I'm... I'm really not sure. Like I said, I'm going to vote that I would like not to be back, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I really think in my gut, I'm going to say Nat. That's my prediction. You can put it, you know, on the table and, and count me later. Um, well, I also sit there, though, and I think there's no way they're making it that obvious for us because they would not have showed that true. clip for us to sit Misdirection there. Misdirection is key. Exactly. So... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of considerations there. I don't know, I just think, like you said, the timing's a little sus, plus some of the rumor mill coming out with contracts and her return, and, right. you know, why would they even be talking about, this is a whole kind of side side issue, but the idea that Ryan Reynolds wants nothing to do with her in the MCU, well, it shouldn't be an issue if, if she she's wouldn't dead. Technically be in so, it. You know, that leads lends, at least to me, a little credence to some of those rumors that she's not quite done yet. Well, and I think, you know, to have her movie come out after you write her character off is a little strange to me. And I yeah. always did, because it always came out afterwards. So I think, even though now it's like a year and six months afterwards, but I still always thought that was a little weird to me that they finally gave her her own movie and they had already killed her off as a character. I yeah. didn't think that made much sense to me that they were like, well, she's simply gone. And also, you know, a lot of people have brought up the stones. Well, if Steve's technically returning them, shouldn't it to some degree undo her sacrifice? I know people... I, and that's, I don't, you know, that's a good point. But that's, I know, I mean, I don't know if I buy into that. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But I think it's a good thought to have is... I mean, it's true. Exactly. I mean, if the stone's coming back by technicality, wouldn't she come back? I don't know. Like I said, either that you can buy into that or not buy into that. I don't know if I do. But I I think people brought that up, and I think it's a great point to also kind of mention. Yeah. All right. Top prediction for Loki or thing you'd like to see the most? 
I'm gonna say, other than possibly Nat, I want to see more of the future because they did give a really apocalyptic kind of look at at least one of the multiverse futures where New York is is like shattered and a mess. It's always New York, man. It is always New York. You know, they just don't make it real. uh, Whatever. (laughs) Um, Well, no, it was London last time with Spider-Man. So they did switch up cities. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, but no, New York, uh, I would really like to see more of that because I've also been seeing theories that that is possibly built off of the timeline in which Ultron wins and Sokovia is dropped onto the Earth because of the way everything is pushed. So if that is it, you know, I know people have so many mixed feelings about Age of Ultron. (laughs) I loved him as an antagonist. I thought he was one of my favorites. I'm not going to lie. And I... Thought, I'm not gonna lie, I was one of the people who was during WandaVision hoping when they brought Vision back and he first spoke that he would be Ultron. Ugh, when they said there were rumors going around that James Spader was, had a voice. I know. Well, that's what I mean though. Rumors are hearts and sticky. So you gotta sit there and. Grain of salt all the way. I was about to say, literally take them out of grain of salt, but I think that would be one of the most interesting. Now, to be fair, Loki was also in New York and that's where they took him out of so i do almost wonder now like i said the way things are pushed i can't see but what if they blew up new york you know what if iron man didn't get you know you're right so nuke right right so my thoughts are i would love to see that's what i want to see more than anything is that future timeline just to understand what is going on i want to know who won because clearly someone did you know someone who wasn't the avengers won or thanos really yeah, New York didn't even look that way after Thanos. Well, exactly. So I, I would love to understand. Or to be fair, though, if they don't beat Thanos in that timeline, what would happen? Because remember, yeah. his whole thing at that point was like, well, you guys clearly can't live with having people gone. So I just need to fix all of this then. So, you know, there's that. But I like the Ultron theory. I want to run with that. That's what I want to see. I want to see that future timeline more than anything. I think for me, I will be interested to see if we will get a parallel redemption arc, right? Like, we are Loki in our universe become such a beloved... I mean, he was always beloved, right? He was always, <laughs> you know... Him. Thor's annoying, stab you in the back, snake shape-shifting <laughs> brother, right? You know, you love to hate him, but I think really throughout Ragnarok, what we see is the repairing of that brotherly bond. Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, it's so tough for Thor when he watches Loki be murdered. Um, so I think there's a really strong and beautiful redemption arc for that character. And I will be curious to see if we will see something similar in the absence of the love for his brother. Right. right. So we don't, I mean, we don't know that Thor is or is not going to be in the show well, but Thor's if, got a fourth movie coming, too. So. But if he is, it's not going to be a lot. Because, again, this show's about Loki, and we don't want to overshadow right. Loki. But my point being, that's a great segue into bringing right. Loki right. back into now Thor Love and Thunder. You're right. Um, but I say all this to say, you know, I'll be curious, character-wise, if they choose to go the direction of, well, Loki was always had the, the goodness or the, you know redeemable qualities in his heart um regardless of whether or not he's doing it for his brother or he just innately does know right and wrong right um and chooses over time to make more right decisions than wrong decisions well, especially at the cost of his own life because yeah. he's although hey 
Maybe he sees the fact that he's going to die, and instead he's like, mm, YOLO. Clearly, <laughs> yeah, like, clearly me doing so well doesn't get me anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think, you know, many different ways. He's going to work with the TVAs from what I see in the trailer. Although, I don't trust organizations No, they seem any super sort. shady. That they just come out of nowhere. Where have they been? Yeah, they Who don't... Who are they? They don't sit right with me just because I we've seen from the FBI, clearly, because Hayward, oh dear God, don't, don't get me started get on me him. Started. But, you know, we see with the FBI, Hydra within S.H.I.E.L.D., you know... Even all, S.W.O.R.D. Well, exactly, yeah, well, that's what I mean, Hayward. And the, and the, the FBI, all that's kind of in with each other at that yeah. point, but... The, uh, Big organizations, governmental yeah. or not, they never quite are usually are what they a see. little shady. Yeah. So, and especially that they come out of the blue to fix yeah. with just all Loki. their judgments and rules. Yeah. But oh, but one last thing that needs to be mentioned is Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I did, and I wanted to say this earlier, and it left my mind for one hot sec, but I remembered it when Loki gets transported. He doesn't land with the Tesseract. So I just want to say... Where is it? Exactly. Once again... <laughs> we're, we're on Tesseract 1. Unsure where it has landed. That means there's a free old Infinity Stone out there. Yeah. In the 2012 timeline. Because you have to remember, that's where we're at. And Thanos is still alive in 2012. He's still trying to collect the stones. Just a seed for all you out there exactly. who the big purple man scares the heebie-jeebies out of you. Or gives you heebie-jeebies and scares the crap out of we you. We could see Thanos again. horrifying and I just can't do it again. And we could see him all over again. In a different way. In a different... Well, well, what Thanos did they kill? 2014. Okay. Because I was like, wait, I do know they killed two now. Yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, we can, we can see him again, possibly. But... Who knows? I just had to had to bring up that there is a loose oh, tesseract. Oh, now I have so much anxiety. And you know how Loki <laughs> is with his tesseract. Um, he could have left it on Asgard to blow up when Asgard fell. Um, and would still be alive if he did. Yeah, he literally Actually, had to steal it. the whole universe would be. Yeah, that, that was his bad. <laughs> that was so really everything that happened in Infinity War and Endgame was boils Loki's down fault. to Loki being the culprit because he has some weird love. For He's obsessed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but besides that point, I, like I said, had to just bring it up before we wrapped everything up that, you know, loose Tesseract. Keep that in mind. <laughs> I, I think I blocked that out of the trailer. No, I, I very strongly remembered it. And I was like, oh man, this should be intense now that we have a Tesseract. And we don't see it anywhere else in the trailer. So that, that's sitting on its own an issue because we don't see it appear anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... This is the last little segment here, but I have some things I'm trying to wrap my brain around, and I know Loki's going to play into it, and so this seems like a really good time to have this discussion. Are the multiple timelines the same as the multiverse? That's such a good question. <laughs> because if there is a multiple universe thing and a separate multi-timeline thing, my brain might explode. will explode. And it's going to be gross and all over the walls. Like, I just can't. I I agree with that. I, I think we're to... Now, I've been seeing them kind of being used interchangeably, which is why I think we are to start to assume in, when, in some way. But at the same time, we're going to be seeing Wanda and Doctor Strange 
in the multiverse and of madness. Theoretically, Spider Man has some kind of. I mean, I don't care what Andrew Garfield says in his interviews. The man's under a gag rule. He's not going to admit that he's, he's in the always movie. Always under a gag rule, poor man. But so <laughs> we're gonna see some elements in Spider Man for sure, which is directly going to lead into. Well, my only thing is if the multiverse strange. is a thing. Here's the difference between a multiverse and a timeline: is that. A timeline would be the same character just across different versions, right? Right. So it would be, in this case, Loki would look the exact same. Well, okay, let's not use Loki because Loki can shapeshift. Let's, <laughs> let's use Steve because Steve's another one that kind of went through time, stayed in time, whatever. Steve would look the same in every one of his timelines, right? But in a multiverse, there would be other Steves? <laughs> you know, like... That wouldn't look like... Because, like, I'm thinking about going off of the Spider-Man, and if we go oh, off Oh, yeah, because Peter looks different. Peter would be different in at least the three that we see, and if they bring Dude, if in they Miles, bring in Miles, Miles, I'm going to lose it. But my point still being, they would all look different. And, like, yeah. we also want to... Even if you want to look at the Spider-Verse movie, you know... Oh, true. Exactly. True. They literally, like, that's the whole point, is that they're into different multiverses. There's literally a pig, like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, that movie is so good but yeah. there's, there's just some stuff <laughs> exactly so i i think to my knowledge is that they're somewhat separate but like so not. so i guess what i'm getting at here that kind of melts my brain is the idea that within one multiverse you could have multiple timelines that means there are yeah. literally infinite loki's infinite yeah. steve's and then don't even get me started on the scrolls. So basically, nobody is who they right, say they which are. Which is why I'm kind of upset that we're kind of doing it all at once. Because this needs to be done in phases. Yeah. And not all. Hi, phase, what are we in? Five, four? four. Here's phase four. Go melt your brain on this. Well, and it w- I think it would have been fine if they left Endgame kind of where they left Endgame with the time travel and just said, let's not talk about it. But the problem is, is now that they're making Loki based off time travel, but now they're also with the whole... Well, first we sat there during all of WandaVision with friggin' Raph or oh Ralph Boner, and I was like, you gotta be kidding me, don't the even talk to me. The world's biggest red herring. But, you know, we sat there in multiverse, did it happen? But now we're also going to actually see the multiverse next March. It's like, how are we doing this? Like, this... Yeah. It, I, I almost sh- wish that they had, if they, you know, they talked about time travel in Infinity War, right? So... Maybe they kind of explain time travel a little bit more before introducing the multiverse and before dealing with the scrolls. But now we've already got scrolls that were hinted at the end of WandaVision and we've already got the multiverse hinted at. Well, I do wonder so... if maybe Loki is going to be used as what Endgame wasn't and it will be used to wrap up the whole idea of time travel. So we'll see you Loki. You think they're never going to do time travel again? I think they'll do it again, but I think they they needed to do something past Endgame. Oh, for sure. Because of, for sure. that was just weird. It was kind of um, a mess. But like a beautiful mess. Right. In its own way. And I think that they recognize that. So I think Loki's going to be the way of explaining more with the time travel. Especially because Loki, like, what were we going to do with him? Because we're in our timeline and he would have been in a 2012 timeline. Same with like... The whole Gamora kind of thing. That's going to be weird because we took yeah. one out of the... Yeah. We Where took the them out she? of... Yeah. So we got people out of different timelines in the wrong places, which is also why I'm like, why is this TVA place not, like, interfering with this? Gamora? But still, 
I'm just saying, I mean, they call Loki pretty easily, apparently, and he's literally the god of mischief and gets to be up fair, to everything. Loki was using an Infinity Stone, and Gamora's just out there trying to find herself, so. Yeah, but regardless, especially, I mean, he brought the Infinity Stone to a different world, and that was, or at least a different area where it would have actually gone, where would it have gone after that? Uh. If they would have actually, well, granted, you know, in Endgame, they were trying, our heroes were taking it, I'm but. I'm trying to think. They Thor oh, wait, takes they it take back, it back to, to Asgard. Asgard. So I wonder, I don't know where that's supposed to go in in itself, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that honestly Loki wraps up enough of the time travel for now that when we introduce the multiverse fully, we, we can just worry about that. Yeah, we can yeah. we can be like, okay, here's the multiverse because multiverse plus time travel, I'm plus shape shifting yeah. aliens. I love Marvel, but I can't handle that. <laughs> I really, I, I cannot handle having so many timelines and so many things happening. Like, I was just rewatching Winter Soldier, and I was like, you know what? Remember when things were just simple? Time was so simple. <laughs> like it was just shady organizations within the government. And it all made sense. And helicarriers <laughs> and surveillance. Remember that when that was all we had to worry about? Exactly. <laughs> and then we had a big purple alien, which was fine, but now we have time travel and the multiverse, and Wanda's kind of going like crazy. The, and the rotting of an apple. It's real large-scale yeah. time travel. I agree. So I think it's it's going to be a little messy. And if done poorly. Yeah. Hopefully Kevin has a tight hand on the reins and he knows what he's doing. <laughs> but we shall definitely see. That's yeah. for sure. All right. I think we have talked our way through all of our Loki questions, predictions, and hopes. We're going to call so. it a day. Yeah, I feel like at this point, you just got to watch the first episode. <laughs> There's nothing more to it. Yeah. We will have some more semi thought through ideas at that time that by the end of the show we will probably be way off because marvel does that to us on a regular basis the entire time (laughs) we had a whole thing we had a whole theory thought out mephisto but we were all multiverse i mean it was it was a detailed plan that we had we had thunked yeah i agree but hey that's the fun of it so yes yes no harm no foul we had many many a discussion about our very wrong theory Will we do that here? I don't know. We'd like to have it with you. So so come back. Join yeah. us. <laughs> Join the discussion. All right, guys. That is a wrap on our Loki Predictions episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and give the blog a follow for new updates. The link to the blog is in the show description. And as always, keep up with the shows and movies because Marvel just blew your mind. So let's talk about it. <laughs>